Hello, this is Gay again from Calming Mind. Um, two recordings today. Uh, yay, yay, yay. Purely and simply because I have suddenly had an urge, or yes, an urge, to do a recording on energy, uh, our aura, our chakras. You will hear papers rustling because I've shuffled around and found lots of things that I've written on chakras so that I don't forget too many things. I will, this one, I just want to explain at first a lot about these energy centers and the things that, these wonderful things that our body has inside and around. And then afterwards I will do a, a relaxation, a chakra relaxation, which I think is very beneficial. Maybe that's why I need to do this particular thing right now. I have more time today as I am alone, enclosed in a cocoon at home because the fires all around us have caused hazardous air. Cannot see very far, almost unable. It's toxic and it outside, acrid smell, awful. So again, in a bubble at home and I need to realign my chakras or my energy centers. So I'm going to just record it as, as I do it and hope that it helps many or all of us. And I think probably everybody knows that we do have an energetic field around us, which in my thoughts or what I believe and think is called an aura. Unflattering thoughts of others hang in our auric field and can be sent out like black daggers into the energy fields of others. So consequently, that can come back to us with, I have found that being isolated this year and now especially, my energy field or my aura must be so much better and more healthy because I'm not flinging daggers out, around, well not too much, I do want to hear the news and I do want to go shopping and I will try not to, but <clears throat> the black daggers of those energy fields of the majority of people out there, I'm not accepting because I'm not in their, their energy field. Because critical and judgmental energy fields are dark and heavy and have a sucking nature that drains anyone who lingers around them. And it's an ever-changing imprint of who we are, meaning physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. It surrounds us all. It surrounds everything, actually, plants, animals, our possessions. Things are affected by previous owners because that energy is imbued within those items and reacts to mood, people, places, and things. Extremely powerful. And along with that outer auric field, which is all colours, we have another body, the subtle body inside us, called, or I'm referring to them right now, those energy fields as the chakras. That's where our life force and our energy flows meet and churn and turn and are supposed to bring pre 
excuse me, peace and harmony to your body and to your life. Each chakra or energy center contains blood, organs, emotions. And for the best health we can have, it's essential to keep these working well, moving, fluid, open and free, not blocked because then energy drops and things come to a standstill and they have a huge impact on how we're feeling day by day by day. Um, and so consequently, we don't, if we're not aware of them and aware that our body is doing that slow churn downward and make the effort in many ways to revitalize and get those circles or their energy centers working, we are not living our best life. And to clear things, uh, they clear some of our biggest fears and make us smile because when you smile, energy opens up automatically. Um, we are then able to have ideas and dreams, to write, to have passion, all the things, clear space that energy provides us in our material world. And you can use the colours from those energy centres and make them into somewhat of an energy ball and direct them to where you don't have energy. And it's that simple sometimes, just to turn down the outside noise that is accumulating in us. So all these things um, contribute to being enlightened, which means to be lighter. The vibrations of us all and the higher and the lighter and faster our vibrations are, the better we are, the more peaceful we feel, we have more compassion and higher consciousness or higher consciousness to experiences and especially if you're an HSP, a highly sensitive person, you then become sensitive to the better things, not quite so subject to be so sensitive to all the darker things, the bad energy that people put off. You, you're able to just let them roll off you and you shift to a different experience actually which is a lot more fulfilling and enriching and lasting there's more money for things seems to come around more better work peace laughter you find the solutions you need because there's more joy love in all things the body heals we don't look quite so much at our age and the aches and pains and disease are not so bad if we lift ourselves up and keep our thoughts focused on what we want, not what we don't want. And to remain open to whatever fall of healing that turns up. It would be so much nicer to be creative and worry less to embrace joy and fun. So one way to do this is to go back to this ancient, ancient way of helping our 
our modern day stress and our body on our chakras. Those energy centers, there are seven of them. There is the root chakra, which is at in our body, at the top of the thighs, in our sexual area. That's the easiest place to visualize and locate it. And that is red in color. Further up, just a little bit higher, is your sacral chakra. And both of these are, are related to our physical world. They are the root, that one that's located near your tailbone, helps you feel grounded and secure and roots you to the earth. The sacral chakra is around where we re recreate, we grow new humans, we it's part of our our creativity, it's where we give and grow life. Further up the spinal column is your solar plexus, which is your power center and where your self-esteem and being powerful lies going on up to the heart center which is a green in color and the ability to love everything even yourself and others is from that center further up the spine communicating with your throat chakra and when this is blocked you have difficulty speaking your mind the third eye between your eyebrows a beautiful indigo energy when it's flowing freely through here is the area of wisdom and intuition you may know things before they happen and last but not least is at the top of your head the uppermost chakra that connects you to your spiritual self, your inspiration. So lie, lie down or relax somewhere quiet. Start by just letting the breath slow down. Sink into your chair or the bed and just let go. And we will focus on each one of those energy wheels or chakras. And take your concentration to your root chakra or the base chakra located at the base of your spine, at the back your coccyx. And through the center of your body, the tops of your legs, your lower hip area, in the center of that place in your body, visualize this bright red chakra. This red chakra, a spinning circle of radiant red, vibrating light. This bright beaming light 
rotates and blends and flows down your legs. This is grounding you to the earth where you can pick up healing energy and positivity from the earth and mother nature. Most of the energy for this chakra is drawn from the earth. It is secure. It's your self-preservation and your willingness to stand on your own two feet, the foundation of you, which is easily balanced when you connect with this chakra. It builds vitality and strengthens your spinal column, strengthens your will, that grounding to the earth. This chakra has, maybe visualize it as a lotus of flower petals inside that circle. Four petals. Just pulsating and moving, spinning, vibrating as it circles round and round. You're relaxed now, all your emotions and senses focused on that spinning connection of energy at the base of the spine. All the nervous systems spiraling around and through. Maybe see a cone-shaped circle, a circle on the front of your body that goes to the center of your body, narrowing down circling a red circle and then widening out towards the back of the body to the base of your spine. Turning and turning. If you feel it and see it and you're having a job visualizing that red circle spinning, don't worry. Maybe feel it or see it as a bubble, a bright, bright red bubble just churning and rotating and visualize this red center however is easy for you. You have the location, this beautiful color. You can see it as the flower with four petals spiraling around and around, balancing clearing all blockages. They're all eliminating and all your systems in this area are beginning to come in sync and centered now. Just lie and visualize that red bathing the lower part of your body. You can include your legs and your feet. It can extend part, part way up, but away from the body or just be confined inside the body. Just see that incredible rose red. And moving up just a couple of inches higher, your sacral chakra is easy to visualize as a lotus with 
six petals. Remember that you can manifest the jewel of your existence with every breath, every day that you're alive, just by acknowledging that you have these chakra energy centers that are basic to your survival. This second is aligned to manifest your creativity. This is orange. Beautiful citrus orange. It covers your pleasure centers because this is where human life is created and formed. If it is blocked, we suffer guilt. But this, your intense focus now, is on the sacral column, where that circle chakra is caressing and churning and balancing all your internal sexual organs. It's about two inches below the navel. Warm, wonderful shade of orange. And as your awareness continues to increase and expand and you visualize this chakra spinning, a circle of intense orange. Notice the orange color permeating and cleansing right through this energy center thoroughly. It's just pulsating in and out, then radiating in all directions. Always, always allowing your senses and sensations to just happen. You're clearing all blockages in this area. Allowing all positive feelings and emotions that permeate from this area. Let them fill your life. You deserve this. You really do. Energize this emotional and mental center. Fill it with optimism of hope. It will expand who you are. See that radiant, beautiful orange. Sensual, with wisdom, renewal. Joy in living increases, new beginnings. That orange, that beautiful, beautiful orange color. Let those sensations just keep happening. And just a little way up the spinal column is your third chakra. Journey up to around the belly button. The color yellow, soaking and glowing in this bright circle. The solar plexus chakra, the center of your power. Hence the brilliant yellow Solar yellow like the sun, shining radiantly 
and vividly allowing peace and serenity to flow through all the fibres of your being. Let these feelings just relax you deeper and deeper. Just relax now and let that orange blend with the yellow of the solar plexus and we're just going to let them blend for a little while now. That yellow has seeped down to the orange. The orange and the yellow seep down to the root, taking all that energy from the universe in your root chakra. See the red swirling and swirling now coming up to join the orange. The red and the orange blending. Up it goes to the solar plexus, that yellow area. A rotating sphere of vibrant, alive yellow. Replacing your personal power. Enhancing your energy and increasing your self-control. This energy centre, this bright yellow circle or cone of energy that goes from the front to the back of your body and encases the central area of your body. This is the bridge, the bridge of the energy centers of the root and the chakra, the sacral chakra coming up to your solar plexus, the solar plexus bridge that takes you from that bottom physical levels into higher realms of love and spiritual. So the yellow chakra now gives way as you go up a little further up the spine to green. And this green heart center is a lotus with 12 petals manipulating open and closed open and close. The centre of love and compassion, empathy, the colour green flowing and growing stronger and stronger. It expands from the centre circle of green, absorbing into the whole heart area, gentle, loving, compassionate, welling up, and filling your heart with joy. It touches the spirit of the soul. You're relaxing now deeper and deeper. The green of Mother Nature just surrounding your heart area, keeping you safe in love. You have empathy for others and your whole body is filled with light and love. So your heart, full of the sense of touch, loving energy bringing it into your heart to focus on all things kind. power to bind together intimacy and understanding. Think of others' emotional capacity. 
giving forgiveness and giving you a consciousness beyond selfish interests. You can transcend, have tolerance and have acceptance. It touches the spirit and the soul, relaxing you now. Drop deeper and deeper and let your focus now wander up to the throat area, especially the base of the throat. Envision a beautiful sky blue, maybe a turquoise blue. This lotus flower or whatever you're visualizing has 16 petals. Beautiful, beautiful blue color. Here is the center of your balancing words, feelings and thoughts, your language to speak the truth. When this is balanced and working correctly, you can express yourself. You have the verbal ability to voice messages. You move with sound. It can change a person's mood in seconds. Just what we say to others and what we say to ourselves. As it resonates and relates to all forms of communication. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to have clear speech. It is soothing and balancing. It governs all the bronchial and vocal apparatus. It's just beautiful blue. Swirling. Spinning. Sky blue. Turquoise. Pale blues. Giving you clear voice. Mindful speech and conversations. Come up now, higher along, where your base of your spine comes up to between the eyebrows now. The area of what is called the third eye. In this energy center, when it's unbalanced, we get scattered thinking. It is an energy center that is this beautiful indigo, deep, deep, deep purple. And it just has two petals, two petals that from that third eye center, point the petals out over the eyes. This is your insight to all things. See this deep, deep third eye. It leads you into intuition, awareness of healing, 
knowledge, wisdom, harmony. And these two important energy pathways give you intuitive and logical duality. Just think of the night sky, that beautiful purple center vibrating and turning. And this balancing energy flows freely through the forehead and you often know things before they happen. You completely envisage that deep purple and it comes with the ability of inner knowing. You're connected. So lying quietly and relaxing there. Our last, last chakra is at the top of the head. And this chakra is the connection to the universe, where in religious figures you see the halo, a white circle over the head of angels or saints or religious beings. This is where that white energy is and surrounds you. This energy center is the last energy center that we have to connect us to the beyond. It gives us acceptance and you can see that white, white Pure light, giving you energy, cosmic energy. Your crown to connect you to knowledge, intuition, enlightenment, connection with all there is. If this energy center is blocked or clouded, it is very difficult to connect to higher, your higher self or have any insight or wisdom. So as you're lying quietly there, visualize now your awakening in this area. See that white? bright light. Bring that white bright light now, let it wave down to between the eyes and let it blend with that incredible indigo blue. See the purple and the indigo 
start to join together as it travels this energetic light down your body. The purple is bathing all around your eyes, your nose, your mouth. Calming and healing. And the two lights come down to the throat that can be blocked by lies. Deal with the truth of the matter. The blue, that beautiful blue that allows clear speech, more peace, healing. It will relax muscles, lower your blood pressure, have a calming effect on hyperactivity. And blue also causes a slight psychological change to stop hunger. So when you're feeling that you want to just eat your troubles away, surround yourself in that blue energy. Slipping down now, whose colours blend with the green of the heart area, reducing stress, restoring natural balance, dependability, to allow you to be tactful and helpful. The green swirls and ripples down, down, down to the yellow centre of your solar plexus. It's wiping out doom and gloom. It's sunny and reflective, thoughtful, positive, hopeful and optimistic. See and feel that yellow absorbing and taking all the bits of colour from the green, the blue, the indigo, the pure white light, all those energies coming down, blending and swirling now. And they go through that positive centre and join with your sacral chakra, just below the belly button, your, where your boldness, your distinction, your pizzazz and purposes, bright, bright, bold orange, makes you feel so different. The best natural antidepressant, bright, bright, orange, feel it. And let the orange now come down and settle with the red root center. And we're just lying peacefully and let's go up and down. You're going to go from the red, come up the spine to the orange. Blend with the yellow of the solar plexus around the middle of your body. Wave that yellow up to the area around your heart and see that beautiful Mother Nature green or lime green, any colour green you wish. The green then goes and melts with the blue around your throat. Any anxiety, any tension in the throat, just let it 
lower, drift away or disperse. You don't need to speak in any way that's detrimental to you, not to make comments about yourself. This speech area is yours to control. Say whatever you feel with clarity, wisdom and insight. Blue comes up through the face to the third eye, radiating around the forehead. And as that purple swirls around the head, it joins that white halo of light. And as we go back down, we're going to expand from those energy centers that are now clearing. They're not blocked. As we go down, let them expand to the outside of your body, creating your aura, your shell, your protection, and all you wish to give out to the world. A rainbow of colors. Rainbows usually make you feel happy. And see around you now in any, any order you wish. It doesn't matter how many or how those colors come out, but I'll talk you down from the crown. Let's start from the widest circle, being white, 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 bright light. And then come in towards the body just a little closer with purple, the indigo. The next circle or the egg or the cocoon around your body, that shell is blue. We're coming in closer and closer to the outline of your body now with the green of the heart, the love and protection around your body. Down closer and closer to you, the yellow, the sunshine of your life, the yellow keeping you warm and bright. Almost near to your skin now, see the orange. Just orange that makes you feel bright, warm, comforted, close to your body and the last colour in your aura around your protective shell, closest to your skin, is the red which you, roots you down to the earth, roots you to your physical, keeps you safe, your survival, ready and alert to keep you alive. So we've combi combined your energy centers up through your spine, giving you your aura, your magnetic energy field around your body. And with all these beautiful colors and the visualizations that you create from and with your energy centers, just let yourself slip deeper, more and more and more relaxed, balanced, 
everything is working as it should do. When you rouse from this relaxation or sleep, your energy is just revitalized. We've tuned up your energy. Go about your day and your life. And just occasionally, maybe if you're reminded of one of those colors, you don't have to remember where that chakra is. See the color, visualize the color, and just say to yourself, please go to that center and balance me. Enjoy your quiet time. Hello, it's Gay back again. I've had a, I suppose, a week or so break because life has been quite hectic. So I'm coming back today with just something that I started thinking about previous to the last couple of weeks. And also it took me over the last 10 days or so to sort my head out in explanations. Also, I hope I don't cough through this because I've got a tickle in my throat. I'll try not to. And also an apology for one of my recordings I did listen to to see if it was working okay because, as you know, I'm just speaking into my phone and have no technical knowledge, really, about recordings at all. So it's very bare bones. And I think it cut off quite early. Uh, That was because my phone rang and I did mention at the end of it I hoped nothing had happened obviously it did my apologies and if anything goes wrong in these recordings it's simply that that I just don't know how to rectify it at the time so thank you for one person has very kindly contacted our calming mind therapy email so I'm really thankful for that today I just want to talk about mirrors, and that sounds really strange, I know. I love mirrors. And my home is full of mirrors. I have them everywhere. Weird, you think. Let me explain. I grew up in a house that was dark, damp and dingy. Heavy curtains all over the windows. Small windows and few of them. Why? Because they let the cold in. Let the cold in very well, because every morning when I woke up in my bedroom, I had thick ice on the inside of them. So the dark back then always scared the living daylights out of me. What did those shadows hide? What was it that I couldn't see in those dark rooms? Because again, furniture wasn't fitted into those rooms. They were just, it was just big bulky things that in anyone's imagination could hide a multitude of things. Even then, paintings, pictures, portraits seemed dark and gloomy. They watched me. So I see mirrors as reflections of the outside. It makes all my spaces brighter and bigger. 
I rarely look at myself in them. I just enjoy how huge and light they make my space. In fact, they're very therapeutic, really. I like mirrors so much, I don't look for the flaws in anything. Just how much better everything looks. It's a picture within a picture. A double bonus. People may wrongly think I'm vain. Why do I have to see myself everywhere? To me, it is as if when I walk past or in front of those mirrors, I am obliterated. I see everything, just not my re reflection. Because, again, in my early years, yeah, we had a few mirrors, but when you're psyche or your um, you are bombarded with negativity um, what are you doing this for that looks awful don't do this and uh, you know you're this that and the other nothing very nice you don't look in to look at your reflection because you don't like what you see back Thank goodness I don't look at my reflection. But I do watch others, though, in my home. Maybe some who have questioned politely, why do you love mirrors? They're all over the place. My reaction and my answer is they're just portals to something bigger. I see these people, they often take a quick moment to smooth their hair, peer up closer, take another look, or say to me, do I look fat? Does this mirror make you look larger? I really don't know because I don't care. I'm looking beyond or around the reflection of me to everything else that's around me. I also love huge mirrors. In fact, my dream would be walls of all windows. So I probably wouldn't need mirrors then. And then I can see out day and night especially to star watch, stars glistening against that backdrop of the dark sky. So calming. Solid walls only where I need some privacy. Probably not possible though, as curious people outside will always look in. My way with mirrors, things double in space. See my mirrors with me as I see them as portals through which I can see anything I wish. Luckily, my mirrors reflect the trees outside, the land, the grass, weeds and wildflowers, nothing manicured or expensive, just nature. In fact, a living painting or photo that changes almost daily. One mirror that I especially love got broken on its way to my home. It was me that broke it. <sighs> it was me that broke it having to carry such a heavy darn thing on my own. I think I dropped it on the corner and cracked it. Today my mirrors have come to me discarded from buildings, bathrooms, those that are being redecorated, renovated, rebuilt, no longer of any new, any use, no frames, 
just large, big mirrors. And of course, free. Anyway, this one cracked from top to bottom, a long squiggly line. I duct taped the back for support. Then with my trusty glue gun, created a pattern of tiny leaves that makes that huge crack look like a beautiful vine. Amazing, now my favorite mirror. And as it reflects the pine trees outside, the clear vine gives an added dimension. I have them all. Mirror tiles, abandoned mirrors, discarded and abandoned and deframed, and all adorn my walls. I always find room for another. Lucky for me, my home has already mirror wardrobes and closet doors. And on passing one a few days ago, I had a long ago memory of my aunt, whom I adored. When we visited, she always stood in front of her mirror, not looking in her mirror. Mirrors were always hung over the fireplace in those days. As she spoke, her elbow rested on the mantelpiece. One foot, lifted up a bit, rested on the hearth. In her hand, way back then, the ever-present ciggy cigarette. She never really smoked them, but lit up the cigarette and just let it burn. Then she'd put it out. Not a pleasant picture for you, I know, these days. I'm sure it isn't, but for me, it's heaven. She was so funny, happy, unique, one of a kind. My biggest happy memory, that place of my young years. Just for a couple of weeks a year on holiday at the seaside. As I looked at my mirror and saw the vision of her and how it made me feel, I can feel it now, that lifting in my gut and a slight smile on my face, even though I'm reading to you or talking to you. The feeling of uplifting is there and I realised I could use these mirrors for all sorts of things. So join me to redefine mirrors. The word from Latin is to look at in wonderment, to admire. They hold our attention. They can alter our perception and make us unhappy. They have been toted as mystical, magical. What can you see beyond? A ghost of the past? The future? If we didn't have mirrors, would there be less vanity? Less judgment? For me, they reflect sunlight, clear and bright. Rays of energy. We, as humans, mirror all the time. We mirror other people's behaviours, appearance, micromannerisms, their speech. My mirrors are for exploration and manifestation. Some therapists and life coaches say write affirmations on them to boost your confidence and your focus. Great, but... 
sometimes just it makes you every time you look in the mirror to see that slogan I am beautiful and at that moment you haven't done the work in your mind I could see it 500 times a week and I don't think it would make any make any difference but the mirror scope is endless so settle with me now just let the body go floppy limp and relaxed Transport yourself into a large spacious room of windows and mirrors. In your mind, any shapes, form, no sizes or types that will please you. Is your mirrored room light and bright? Do the windows look out over the ocean? Down onto a city, maybe, a river? Or is that mirror a transplant from a palatial, stately house like Downton Abbey? Enter your room and look around. Let's stroll the perimeter of the room. Imagine a window. See before you anything you wish. See the view. What are you seeing? Next comes a mirror, small or large, the shape doesn't matter. Stand in front and see what's around you. No need at all to see your reflection, it's unimportant. As you gaze into the mirror, can you see behind you? Why don't you bring to mind a memory dear to you? Like I did, a person whose influence you value. Let that image form. Enjoy it. Take a picture in your mind. And let that mirror take you to a place or a person you enjoyed. Or who gave you pleasure. And let that visual remain with you. At the moment, we'll let it remain in that mirror and move on because now it's in your mind. And whenever you want to relax or look in a mirror, you can bring that back to you. As I'm talking consistently, you're following my words, but all these things are seeded in your mind. And when you're quiet or look in a mirror or a window, Hopefully, or maybe this will come back to you if, you if it's a time where you can accept it. A really large mirror is at your side now. Pause. That mirror seems or starts to fill with your life. See schools, places, people. Things of your early life as they materialise. Let's do some rearranging there. Arrange things so all the things that matter and you enjoy appear as and when you wish. Those things that you would rather not have, recycle them. Imagine or see them disappear. Way behind you they go off into the distance. 
That's funny, I can visualise mine now as I'm speaking to you. Boy, there's a lot of things that need to be recycled and juggled and still go back off in the distance. But the more I think about this and the more I do these um, little recordings or exercises as I write them, the easier it becomes. The things that used to gut me, I just couldn't. They're going. They just, they mattered then, but they don't matter now. And then that reflection you see in the mirror, any time they appear, those negative images, you can see that mirror image and banish them, erased. And with that erasure, any power they have is denied. Oh, that magic mirror. And I very often will look in my mirror, looking out over this over the trees and any heaviness, denseness or people or, and I'm not going to keep rotating over what it is because I can feel my gut churning. They need to go. That's how easy it is to let bad memories take hold of you. So, oh, excuse me, that was just my mouth going whoosh, gone. Um, that's exactly what, obviously what my subconscious thinks of that. Moving on, a circular window, like a porthole, a porthole in a ship, the little round one. They refine and capture and define a small area of the scene in front of you. At its side is another mirror the same size and shape. Again, if there's something that bothers you that has been really hard to release from your psyche, Try and let it be sucked into that portal. One sucks that memory from your aura or your psyche and shoots it into the other round portal and fires it into oblivion. Just as if that portal was a porthole, sorry, was the neck of a cannon. A fireball you can release at any time. Feel lighter as it blurs into infinity. Next, we see a large rectangular window and as you look through it, it's about the size of a billboard. Absolutely full of your many attributes. Kind, caring, attractive, beautiful. If there are any blank spaces, go ahead, fill them in. As I'm talking and words come to mind or things about you, fill those spaces with all the wonderful things about you. Things may have been buried, but not released. Let those great things shine. They're there. And I am giving you permission as me to squash all those things that were buried because others said things to you. There's a billboard through that window and you can say, I am. I am amazing. I am progressing. I am learning. I am good with. I can't fill in your blanks, but you can. Let those great things shine. 
last but not least ahead of you is a full length mirror. You are going to now see your pure, genuine reflection. You see nothing of what others in meanness have the audacity to project onto you. That composite of others' opinions or society's portfolio of what is or isn't attractive. It is you, that embodiment of pure moving energy. Let's isolate parts of you. Look at the colour of your eyes. Have you really looked at them? You should. The eyes are the window to your soul. Those eyes, the eyes that give you the gift of sight. The incredible skin that houses all those internal workings. They hold everything in. Your hands that work so hard for you. Your feet that carry the load day in and day out. Just look at your hair, nails, arms, torso, legs. See how each different part makes you altogether this amazing being who walks, talks, breathes, laughs, cries, feels, need I go on? Look at your energy self in the mirror for what you really are and enjoy you. If for some reason it's not happening and you're not attuned yet, just be aware of the good energy that you possess. If you're not ready for the reflection of the pure you because all those other labels are sticking to you, use those mirrors as I do. Use the mirror for light, the illusion of space and beauty around you, the scenery, the room doubling in size. It's like having eyes in the back of your head. See a mirror as an object that makes all around you better. They don't allow those shadows, those hidden things, all is clear and ready for you. To see things just as you want to see them. We are nearly all dubious or in fear of small dark spaces because they're intimidating, heavy. They seem to hold secrets, stifle us, add pressure, and squeeze all the life and the energy out of us. And I'm sure you can tell. They, those dark spaces, have been really, really frightening and dominated my life for a long, long time. They're not there anymore. I've done the work. And... So my solution to those dredges of darkness and fear is to have my mirrors now. Portals of light, expanding my space. Choosing only to see good things in and through them. You can relax gazing into a mirror. 
it's just like a crystal ball. Just let your eyes relax, unfocus, and let all that appears in that mirror merge to go. They merge together so that you can let go and relax. Maybe thoughts and pictures will form in your mind or in the mirror as you gaze into it and only let those good things be in the mirror. And my last words to you that just have come into my mind as I'm reciting this is mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the kindest, nicest, most of all, me. Be at peace with yourself. You're an amazing contraption of energy. And energy can be moved and directed any place we want to mostly unless we're fighting Mother Nature. So I will be back very soon when I've muddled over some more things that maybe just have been or be as simple as my mirrors. Good night and goodbye if it's daytime.